1: And I'm Christy. We're just two gals in our 20s trying to live our best type 1 diabetic lives.
2: Every week we tackle a new topic from the diabetic perspective. Although we offer tips, we are not medical professionals, but we also offer plenty of antidotes and general thoughts about how to embrace the type 1 lifestyle on your own terms. It's not always easy to do through all of the literal highs and lows, but it does help to have a Pancreas Pal to turn to. Hey guys, welcome to Pancreas Pals. It's Emily here,
0: and Christy, and Miriam.
2: Yay, Miriam's back to dish. I'm so happy. I know, (laughs) we're like ecstatic. Oh my God, good, good to be here, good to have you. So this week's episode, uh, if you follow us on Instagram or Facebook, or are friends with either Christy or I on Instagram or Facebook, know that this week is about dating with diabetes and it's something that we've definitely been kind of... Wanting to talk about, especially because all of us are in newer places in our lives. Um, I know I started. To, I'm glad I know this. I started <laughs> seeing someone um, almost like in between three or four months ago. Yeah, Emily um, and I
1: started dating people at exactly the same time.
2: It was amazing, and which is great in a Pinterest hell world. Actually. Yeah, because and because of things that we will talk about later on, but or uh, maybe not. Who knows? But. It was... Christy and I are the same person, basically, and we started <laughs> dating people around the same time, and Miriam actually just moved in with her boo Is that right? Yeah.
0: Literally yesterday, as of this recording. He's old news, but the move is new. That's, uh, <laughs> so that's a new life moment.
2: He's great, though. He's so sweet. He's a doctor, as my grandma would say. Yes. You live and with a
0: doctor?
1: That's so convenient.
0: I know. And yeah. I think there's a lot of weird psychological stuff going on there, which is why I decided to date a doctor, but I guess we can touch <laughs> on
1: that as this as this podcast goes on.
2: I bet I would, your A1C is going to be amazing from here on out.
1: <laughs> I would be so annoying if I was dating a doctor and or I just was close enough with the doctor that I had their number to text <laughs> them, because I'm a highly functioning hypochondriac, and I would text R- them in the me. middle of the night, like, hey, this is what's happening, oh am I going to lose my foot? Yeah, he
0: has to, yeah. like, talk me off of a ledge multiple times when I convince myself I have, like, some weird medical issue. My but God, at I the same time, I have to tell him, I like, I can't eat pasta every single night. So, he's technically a doctor, but still a lot yeah. of learning to go.
2: Well, it's good <laughs> he sees you, not your diabetes, you know? <laughs> there you go. That's true. I love pasta. <laughs> <laughs> anyway.
1: We so, digress.
2: <laughs> as per usual. And Christy, why don't you tell us a little bit about your guy?
1: This is weird. Uh, I don't know <laughs> how sorry. to prompt you. I'm sorry. Mostly yeah, no, I- that's fine. I guess originally I was going to be completely silent during this recording talking about this because I was like, this could get very awkward. I know that Zach is an avid listener. He is self-described Panker's Pals number one fan. Aww. Um, That's so sweet. He listened to the entire first, like, eight or nine episodes in, like, a day and a half. What a nugget. And then I went back with such horror, and I listened to, like, our first three episodes. If you remember, we talk about, like, what happens when we get our periods. And I was like, <laughs> oh, my God, what have I done? Um, but, yeah, I guess... We didn't really talk about... <laughs> I'm so sorry. We didn't really talk about me being diabetic until, like, literally our fourth or fifth date because the first couple of times we went out we were only out for like an hour maybe two at like a bar or something like that so it wasn't really relevant because I wasn't eating I didn't really need like I could go test in the bathroom if I needed to but it wasn't something that was like necessary to bring up yet plus when you're first just getting to know someone I don't know I just didn't want to bring it up right away I think probably the first time we had like pizza at my apartment with my roommates um, I think I pulled a classic, like, well, my pancreas doesn't work, joke with my roommates as I always do when I want something from them. And he was like, wait, really? And I was like, oh, yeah, did I, did I not mention? And then I do my classic, like, flipping over of my medical ID because I wear it loose enough that, like, you can flip it and then see what it says on the other side. True. Um, and then it was a couple weeks later that he found out I had a podcast and then recently started listening. And I don't know. He was really like great about it. Is all I can say. It could have gone very awkwardly. Like, listen to me talking about it. I just sound so awkward. I couldn't even take your prompt about it. Oh my god! But no. you know, Zach deserves a shout out because he handled it exactly the way that he should, without knowing that that's what he was doing. He's a nice he, guy. He's a good guy. It probably helps that he listened to the podcast, so he like asks questions now, but appropriately and without pressure, so like he's seen me have a low blood sugar, just kind of like rubbed my back while I dealt with my apple juice situation, Oh, clutch,
2: yeah, I mean very, we've had very different experiences, I think, with our approach to how we disclose diabetes, and I think, you know, just like people and relationships are different, the way people resonate with their disease is different, and I know for me, in this current relationship I disclosed it so early and the reason why I did that is because I'm not I don't really know what the hell I'm doing to be quite honest in case none of us do yeah in case anyone's listened to this podcast it's like it's trial and error and I have Mm -hmm. tips and all this stuff but I mean like as far as bringing another person into the equation I don't really know like I'm still trying to figure out my diabetes and I don't want to put that on anyone else to to need to figure it out as well. So I disclosed it at the beginning because I have actually been on dates. I don't want to say dated because I don't want anyone to think that I let these guys have more of my time than they deserved. Um, been on dates with guys that didn't, didn't handle it well. Snap your
1: fingers if you're going to say <laughs> that,
2: Emily. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Let me just say, though, <laughs> I've had negative reactions. And when you have, when you receive a negative reaction about that, it, it's it I bounce back it's fine it's not the end of the world but it does affect how you disclose it in the future because you don't like feeling bad when someone has a negative reaction and you don't mm-hmm. want to feel like a burden you don't want to feel like you're extremely different which we, these are all things that we've discussed in other episodes but when it comes to someone that you like or you have a crush on or that you're finally you know like going on a date with it's it's hard to have a kind of rejection like that immediately off the bat without being able to to fully just you know like disclose be like yeah this is a disease I have but it's something I'm managing it's it doesn't have to be on you like it's not your disease Mm
1: -hmm. I think that's I think that's why I ended up waiting to talk about it as long as I did is that I waited not even intentionally it's hard to describe because when I'm at my apartment which is usually where we'd be hanging out with my roommates like if we were eating or whatever, I typically come into my room to test my blood sugar and do my shots. I do that when it's just me and my friends who obviously know all about
0: mm-hmm.
1: like the fact that I've had this disease. Like They haven't ever known me without it, my friends at school. But that's just how I have always done it, so I don't have to go into my room, get what I need, bring it out right. to the living room, then bring it back. So I don't know. I wasn't ever intentionally hiding it, but I guess I did wait until I was completely comfortable to have longer conversations about mm-hmm. it or like answer questions about it but by the time that Zach was like listening to the podcast and asking questions about it he'd already known me for i guess the better part of a month and kind of knew i knew how to take care of myself mm-hmm. right. so I, I didn't have to qualify like yes i have to do x y z but it's okay i manage it okay like because that was kind of clear by yeah, that point. Yeah, But I right.
0: think it's also, this is interesting in bringing up how relationships change over time. Because, of course, early on, you don't want to put any extra pressure on the relationship. So obviously, like, of course, you take care of ourselves. We've all been taking care of ourselves for so many years. But as the relationship develops and, you know, as things get more serious or more long term, it is important, I think, for your partner to to take some ownership of of diabetes as well, and not in a way that like they're doing all the work for you, but in the same way that you almost need like an advocate at sometimes. Like, for example, last time my boyfriend and I were traveling, um, and I had a particularly difficult time in security. You know, obviously we're all used to the security line and whatever they do to look through all of your stuff, but this airport in particular was giving me a really <laughs> tough time, and I just like it's so stupid. All they did was take my juice boxes. Obviously, you could buy new juice boxes, but I wanted to burst into tears. I was so upset on, like, the principle of it, you know? And in Been moments there. like that, that's when it's important. Like, yes, this is I my... I would have thrown a fit. Yeah, like, yes, this is my thing. This is my problem, technically, not his. But I needed him. Like, I needed an advocate. I needed him to take some ownership. And even... Not that he could do anything, really. But just to, to be pissed off with me. So I think... You know, as your relationship develops and hopefully, you know, these are all good, positive relationships and h- progressing healthily, I think your partner will eventually there will be some um like shared burden. I hate using the word burden, but eventually the burden does get shared between you two.
2: Lessens the heaviness a yeah, little bit. Yeah,
0: exactly. Lessens the heaviness. I like that phrase.
2: I Thanks. It's like I write or something <laughs> from my day job. Flip's hair. But um, I know that with Rich, uh, I don't know if I said his name yet, but that's that's the mysterious boy I've been dating, Rich. Mm-hmm. He's not mysterious. Shout out to Rich. Thanks for being great. Um, he's amazing. The thing is, I've, I've had some serious lows when he's been around. When I say serious, I mean, like, verging on the 30s, like, really bad. I think twice. Um, and... He, he just sits there and, you know, rubs mm-hmm. my back and is like, I know you, you've got this. Like, if there's anything you need, you let me know, but I know you've got this. And um, sometimes that's all you really need to hear. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't need it, you know, I, sorry, sorry, Rich, if you're listening, which, Loki, you better be, but uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't need him to sit there. I didn't need anyone to sit there and rub my back and tell me it was going to be okay, you know, for mm-hmm. the last three years that I've had this. But now that that's a possibility it's great like I know I'll be fine without it mm-hmm. you know strong woman hear us all roar but it's it's a nice positive thing like it's you know if I god forbid it mm-hmm. pass out it's nice to know if someone <laughs> sitting next to me knows how to administer yeah. my glucagon that was
0: actually the first moment I don't think I, I didn't say it but that's the first moment that I realized in my head like wow I really love him is it was like the middle of the night I woke up and it was, I think it was like 50 but you know how sometimes you're 50 and like fine and then sometimes you're 50 and like oh my god I'm dying yeah. it was one of those where and I, I wish I, I didn't get, know. I get like really tearful um and I cry when I'm low it's just like the side effect like tearful and sweaty the whole thing and I remember I said I'm low and I like got out of bed and he like runs to the kitchen because he had bought a whole thing of juice boxes and he was came back and he was so proud of himself that like he had the juice that he was doing this for me and I remember crying and being like oh my god and I like wanted to say it so bad but even in my head at that moment I was like okay I should probably do this when I'm like not low and hysterical but it's huge like you're right you don't need it I would have survived I would have gotten a juice by myself but how nice is it to finally you know, be able to kind of share that experience with someone um, and not feel so alone. So, no, it's a perfect example. You don't need it, but it's really nice to have it.
2: Right. Rich brought, like, a a Costco-sized bag of skittles and keeps them in his apartment mm-hmm. but he and his friends sometimes snack on them when i'm sitting there and i'm sitting i'm sitting there like you know, like yo Eat if, if up, i go low snacks, yeah. yeah but then i'm like wait but he bought it so like
0: <laughs> 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 he can
2: have it yeah yeah can't be too salty uh anyway yes
1: <laughs> um do we want to pose some of our questions to miriam yeah all right so um, We're really excited that people actually wrote into our Instagram accounts, split into our sweet DMs there, hikey made my day. I almost teared up, but that would be silly. Aww. Okay, I was
2: going to say, I did tear up, but thanks for uh, marginalizing my feelings there, Christy.
1: <laughs> Sorry, uh, I'm literally just here to invalidate everything you feel.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's what a pancreas pal does. That's for, what a pancreas pal does,
1: just invalidates okay. when appropriate.
2: So our first question and slash shout-out comes from Elizabeth, um, who's in Boston. Hey, Elizabeth, thanks for listening. Legit made our days. Um, So she has a question, which I know we kind of already touched on, but she wants to know, at what point do you say you have diabetes? She never knows. Mm -hmm. Retweet, same.
0: (laughs) That's a good question. Um, I think... I mean, and even like I Google, I was curious, but prior to this podcast, I Googled like dating with chronic illnesses. Cause I was curious what was out there and everything you'll find kind of says the same thing, but really it's up to you. I think I personally, you don't want to, I didn't want it to make it more dramatic than it naturally already is. Um, so I, I usually bring it up early just because, it is a huge chunk of my identity as much as I like hate to admit that, but it is. Um, So it usually does come out pretty early on for me depend. I mean, obviously depending on the date I went on a lot of first dates and a lot of them, you know, immediately aren't going anywhere. So it's almost not worth the trouble, but for something you see going somewhere, um, I try to make it come up as naturally as possible. And I, and I try to do it as early as felt comfortable for me. Um, I think with my boyfriend in particular, it was sort of easy because I think I was doing, there was like a JDRF event coming up that I was helping to plan. Um, when I first started dating him and he might've asked like, Oh, how did you get into that, to that charity? And I was like, Oh, well, you know, I have diabetes. So that was a very easy segue. That's how I remember happening. That's how I brought mine up when too, I, when yeah? I ask him how he remembers me bringing it up, he's like, Oh, I think we were like hooking up and you like told me you had an insulin pump. I was like, what a horrible listener, because I definitely told you before then. but That's hilarious. Regardless, and I can't even, like, it's all kind of foggy, which I guess is a good sign, which means it wasn't, like, a dramatic telling. Um, but I'm trying to think of other other people I've dated. It usually, I would say, comes up in the first couple weeks of knowing them. Um, but there isn't really a right time. That's the thing. It's really dependent on the relationship, on the person, on how you're feeling, Um, And that's how you know it's right. You know it's right if it feels good in your gut. Um, Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't bring... I have not really brought it up in the past. Mm -hmm. Just because I'm not not going to go through... I'm not going to go through the trouble of walking someone through the process if I'm, like, not actually going to spend time with that person. Mm
2: -hmm. I mean, yeah, that makes sense, too. I mean... When I say I bring it up early, I mean more along the lines of like, it's not the first thing I say to them, it's, you know... It's something I bring up in the first few weeks. You know, it's not something I bring up normally on a first date, exactly. unless I'm like, whip, you know, I'm bolusing under the table and they see that and then they ask me, or, which this has happened more frequently than not, I get like a hug and they just happen to graze my insulin mm-hmm. pump and they're like, what is that? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, you don't think I have a rock, so- like rock hard bicep? <laughs> That's weird and offensive. Um, so, like, it's, I'm like, oh, Make it's it my insulin detail. pump. Yeah. Yeah. You just, you, and I, you make it into a joke and you cope with it and you move on. And if it's something that, and I've had negative reactions before, mm-hmm. I literally had a guy, this is horrible and I probably shouldn't say this, but I legitimately. Tell us. Tell me more. I had a guy be like, in, in his defense, we were kind of drunk at this point. He was like, Are you going to lose a leg? <laughs> and I was like, What? That's
0: shows you how our education system is flawed, to be honest.
2: He's not today, failed. sir. <laughs> yeah, he's been failed. Um, the education system has failed him. He has failed
1: himself. Himself.
2: Yeah. He, like he, that. So that was a moment for me where I was like, okay, okay nope. Yeah. And the thing is, it wasn't even like I brought it up to him. He hit my insulin pump by accident, and he felt it, and he said something. So like I, and I was like, you, you know, when that happens, I'm not in, like I'm not embarrassed. I'm, yeah. I'm. You I should went be embarrassed. A phase, you know? Yeah, but I think a lot of people are, and yeah, especially when you have something on you at all times Absolutely. that might help help manage the disease better. You know, there's arguments for and against, mm-hmm. but it's something that is more apparent, I think, exactly. because yeah,
0: it it affects. And obviously, dating someone new, you're already self-conscious about a lot of things, and you're already nervous about your body and whatnot. I think that's natural for anyone in a relationship. So the idea that you either have like robot parts attached to you or, you know, bruises (laughs) and things from injections, just regardless, there's always going to, it adds
1: another layer of things to be conscious about. It's um, a good reminder. I have a lot of bruises on myself yeah, right so now. I need like to get the vitamin E oil back out.
2: <laughs> Thanks, oh, yeah, Miriam. I still have to do that. Good reminder. Good
1: reminder. And good yeah. tip
2: from Christy to use that vitamin E oil on any, any scars
1: and bruises. Unrelated, but... <laughs> yeah. But it's also Unrelated, making, me... <laughs> it's making um, me... Anyway, think... what was our second question, Emily? Oh,
0: wait, I have one more note about the, the disclosing, though.
1: Yes, it's please. It's making
0: me realize, just, like, talking through these stories, that... It's better, I think, to not put so much pressure on like, okay, I'm gonna disclose this and it's gonna be a conversation. It's more like, okay, I f- and I feel like every time I've disclosed it, it comes out in passing and like a comment, like, oh yeah, I have diabetes. And then it, you let it be a process or a journey. So instead of having to talk about it all at once and feeling you need to kind of get this huge thing off your chest, it can be like, oh, okay, I mentioned this and then maybe a couple minutes later they might ask a question. Maybe the next day they'll ask a question. So I think maybe if you don't think of it as such a big, um, like, scheduled conversation you must have, just let it come naturally. It's a little less pressure.
1: Right. Yeah, and don't and don't be afraid of questions. Like yeah. honestly, I think it shows that they someone's care. paying attention yeah. and they care if they care enough to ask questions i always love the
0: questions it makes shows that they're curious and that they they do want to know and i i'm sure you guys get this too people will even friends will ask questions they'll be like sorry i'm asking so many questions and i'm like no like i love it yeah it's nice to have someone who actually cares enough to even ask because i think a lot of people would just be like okay you do you
1: i mean i think the first three times zach like asked questions about it he followed all three with is that offensive (laughs) (laughs) i was like no not at all
2: (laughs) I mean, I, I love it when Rich asks questions and when Rich's friends ask questions. Mm-hmm. Like, one of his friends, shout out to Matt, is, you know, becoming a doctor. And he, so he's he's obviously interested in it. And he's like, oh, sorry, if you know, sorry to be asking you about this. And I wanted to be like, no, as bro, more. no, I love it. Yeah. I love it. Like, let, this is something in my life I love that, talking about this. Well, no, I love it when people... It's not necessarily that I love talking about it, but I love it when people have questions. Mm-hmm. Because you know, doctors aside, I, the more people we can educate on, you know, the fact that this is not the end of the world, this disease, as much as it sucks, the better, mm-hmm. you know, the less, the less stigma, if you will, yeah. the better. And I think, you know, the more comfortable people will be and the more comfortable people will be telling others. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe dating with diabetes might not even be a thing one day, you know, like something you need to say. That's maybe beautiful. It'll, yeah, just, you know, bringing it, bringing that kumbaya full circle. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so our next message is from RoboGirl on Instagram, aka Rachel. Thanks for writing in. Rachel's story is a little cray, and um, we're very happy that you're all right. Let me preface by saying that. Um, So she says... First date with her now husband ended up with them in the hospital because she didn't know her pump was leaking and she went into DKA. Oh no! I On
0: know.
2: date number one. On date number That's one. That's never
1: good, but date number one. Wow. Right
2: off the bat, they went full throttle. Um, and she goes, he didn't know much about diabetes, and I just thought I needed more insulin. Was slash was trying to be cool. He came to visit every day. She was in the ICU for three days, guys. And we—they've been together ever since. Now five years. That's beautiful. How sweet is
0: that? Great story. So no question in there. It was just like a nice little tidbit.
1: Yeah. I love that. Yeah. yeah. I really presented that yeah. just completely falsely.
0: <laughs> I I had a similar situation actually with my current boyfriend. I was on a um I was prescribed a medication off label, which they do. A lot of doctors do that. It was a type two medication that you can prescribe for type ones um, that helps. But the one I was on, and I don't want to say the name because I don't want to turn people off. But it one of the side effects is it it can more easily put you into dka oh my gosh so i ended up in the hospital um and my boyfriend and i were a f- had been official for like two months um and my mom oh. always brings a story up she goes oh, i can't believe steven went to the hospital with you it's just so nice i just i love that he did that but yeah it's kind of like baptism by fire it's like if you're going in <laughs>
1: let's just, <laughs> let's just get it all done. no one that. is
0: no one is flattering <laughs> in the hospital when you feel like shit so um that's what an it's intense a nice, description. It's a nice, I love <laughs> that. It. Nice Baptism by
2: test. fire. That that might have to be... Well, I know Dating with Diabetes <laughs> is the name of this, but if I ever create a band, that's going to be the name I of did it. A,
0: I don't think I made that phrase up. I think it's pretty common. I've okay. never but heard I'll it take either. I'll take either. It in the credit in my eyes.
2: For yeah. Sure. yeah. I'll take that. Anyways, Anyways, um, we're glad that, <sighs> that RoboGirl slash yes, Rachel is good and so happy for you and your hubby. It's actually
0: like a
1: weirdly cute story.
2: It's actually really cute. And his name is I think it's cute to
1: us. To non diabetics. Probably like that. Probably sounds like some fresh hell, Mm -hmm. which like I'm sure it was. But also
2: (laughs) I mean DKA does not sound like a walk in the park regardless especially (laughs) Christy, your your introduction to this diabetes world, you know DKA better than Oh I know.
1: Rachel and I were messaging on Instagram. I was like, oh my God, girl.
2: And I'm like, i like, I'm going to see myself out. Um, yeah. Hashtag blessed. But so um, her husband's name is Jared. And she said that he's taken a very active role in making sure she's always well with her diabetes. Go and always having Jared. snacks and spare supplies on hand and making her a better diabetic and more aware diabetic. And I just think that is so sweet. Jared's the bomb.
1: Jared went, Jared, Jared went to Jared, to Jared to get a ring because he married Rachel. I've I know. I've been waiting to make that joke since you started telling this story.
2: <laughs> oh my God. Did you just say he went to Jared? Sorry. I blocked lost it. Yeah, I said Jared
1: went to Jared's.
2: Amazing. Amazing. Rachel and Jared, so glad you went to yes. Jared's. Um, happily ever after. Hashtag blessed and happy for you.
1: Yeah. Ew, I really hate that joke. I'm actually sorry I made it. <laughs> anyway.
2: I mean, I support it, obviously. Well, so, yes. moving on to our, I think we only have time for one more. Um, and this one goes out to Ian, who is listening in Boston as well. Maybe Ian and Emily can uh, create a, a pancreas pal meetup out there in Boston. Who knows? Okay. Did Not you say put...
1: you said Ian and Emily? Did you mean Ian and Christy? Yes.
2: Um, no, because there's another. Remember Emily who wrote in? Oh, Emily. Oh, it was f- Elizabeth. Elizabeth. It was Question Elizabeth. One. I'm so sorry.
1: And I'm really self-involved, so oh, <laughs> I'm well, sorry too. Yeah, Christy
2: can, yeah, can facilitate. Christy, I've Hannah, got to so sorry Elizabeth clearly I had my name on my mind my middle name is Elizabeth
1: whatever wow I am self-involved please speak now this (laughs) is getting out of control we're gonna gonna bring this back (laughs) um so
2: Ian is in Boston and um Ian actually has I can't remember the specifics of his story as far there was some background um to it but he has a story where and I'm making this very brief, and I'm going to bring it into his more recent story, because I think it's adorable. But he was dating this guy a while back, and um, he had such a bad low that he was, like, on the floor, like, freaking out, as one does. And his his boyfriend of the time had to call his mother, and, like, because Ian was like, can you please call my mom? I'm freaking out. So <laughs> he had to call his mother, and the mom had to walk him through how to, like... Take care of him. Yeah, take care of him, which, I mean... Ian, we've all been there yeah. on some level. Feel free, bro. But then also happy for Ian because he has his newest interest. Um, also, I feel like I should disclose Ian's one of my really good friends. <laughs> Shout out to Ian for I was going to say, this up.
1: is very intimate detail. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I got this approved, but sorry if I'm butchering <clears throat> this, Ian. Also, just sorry in general that I'm sharing this, but whatever. You told me I could. Um, so he's now seeing a fellow T1D... And his little wall of the moment was, um, he, they, they were like hanging out and he asked to borrow his Novolog the other day. Like they're just chilling. And he was like, Oh, Hey, can I borrow, can I borrow some That's of that? That's amazing.
0: Also so, so efficient. Cause they can literally share supplies.
2: Basically just a giant, like fair split amazing. through life. Yeah.
0: It's a good match. Good match.
2: We're happy for you, Ian slash I'll text Yay. you later. <laughs>
0: Also, must be anyway, that happens a lot. Um, T1Ds dating other T1Ds, it does in JPRF, right? There's a I've, lot of intermingling. I was always kind of turned off by that. I think it's because I'm such a neurotic that the idea of having to manage my issues as well as someone else's numbers, I was like, that's gonna be too much for me. But true, I feel that. I mean, but it's also me, nice on the other hand because it's someone who fully understands your experience. So, obviously, there's both pros and cons.
2: True, true. I I would just feel like if I was dating someone who also had like a Dexcom or something, like we'd constantly be beeping. Like no, no, we constantly be beeping. Like one sure. would sleep. You
0: for sure would be beeping. That was actually my funniest um, disclosure about my diabetes. As I was on a date, a first date many moons ago when I was fun and single, um, and I was <laughs> talking you love to Steven? this. <laughs> I, was, I guess I'm still fun. I was on a date with this guy and. You know, at the end of the day, we started kissing and I had my hand on his stomach and I felt a pump sight. And I said, oh my god, do you have diabetes? And his face was so, because that's like a very aggressive thing to say to someone if he didn't know I had diabetes. And he looked at me and he was like, yeah, like, why did I know that? And I said, so do I! And I like, pulled my pump out. <laughs> that's so
2: cute. I actually, wait, now that I think about it, I dated a diabetic once too. I have I not. Forgot.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I've, it happens. I think
2: we have this. I date losers magnetism. in Olsen.
1: <laughs> None of them are diabetic.
2: <laughs> I me and hey. It's like a magazine. When I say dated, I mean very lightly dated. Yeah. And also, like, just, yeah. He was great, though. He worked for, like, a medical supply company and would give me all these uh, free syringes and nice. stuff. Nice. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Don't know the legality of that. <laughs> Not naming yeah, yeah. any names, so we I all did here. I don't know Sorry, that you wanted Rick, to share that listening. quite here, but. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, guys, this has been a fun episode, and yeah. I definitely think it's something that we might want to continue, maybe do, like, a segment on as things progress in our lives sure. and yours.
0: These conversations go by so fast. It's, like, sad to be over.
2: I know. Sorry, fam. We try to keep it in commute length, That's you legit. know? I like you know, that. so you can download on the go and listen to our amazing voices on that subway or T or Uber sure. I mean I I've know. been
1: coughing this whole time but yeah amazing <laughs> um, I guess Miriam you'll just have to come back for part two I would love to you'll have oh, well, to tell us all about living with boys oh, for yeah
2: sure. after uh I guess like a week goes by <laughs>
1: because it's been like, like two a, days a couple months we'll see
2: Yeah, we'll check in we'll check in down the road <laughs> Periodic be seconds. sure to continue following us on Instagram at pancreas underscore pals <laughs> on Facebook uh, we're pancreas pals as per usual and also just like want to give a special another thank you to Miriam for taking time out of her busy it, moving in schedule thank to you. sit down and give us that mental health expert oh gosh, of course. tease this was so much fun Team, Misty Christie,
0: (laughs) (laughs) all the way in Boston. (laughs) I'm still here.
2: Uh, Okay, well, thanks for tuning in, guys. All right, bye. Bye.